Yeah, the part that takes the longest uh, for these is doing the research. Um, oh yeah. Uh, doing that because I I want to I want to get it right, you know. Sure. Um, Otherwise, but, you'd be just as bad as the meme people. That's right. That is right. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and thank you all so much for listening to the Memingless Podcast. Uh, now, we have covered some right wing memes, mm-hmm. and uh, I have like full disclosure. I am pretty left leaning, um, and that's obvious in in my <laughs> my yeah. uh, podcast. Um, but and it's obvious in in my opinions and my behavior. Like I'm I'm obviously a left leaning person. Um, but that doesn't mean that the left doesn't spread bullshit. Oh yeah. So, um, we are going to be covering, um, a left wing meme. Uh, now this doesn't mean that it's bullied by everybody on the left. So if you're a left wing person say, well, I don't believe that. Like, I'm not saying everybody does. I'm saying that the people who are sharing this tend to be left wing people. Um, uh, but so it's, yeah, it's probably no doubt in anybody's mind that I'm left leaning, (laughs) but I do want to cover, <clears throat> the left as well. So, uh, Bobby, I want you to look at this meme. Explain to me what you're seeing and read what the words are uh, and in uh, the white area there. Okay. Okay. So we got a picture of Martin Luther King Jr. in a hospital bed here. He's got some. Looks like he's got a tube in his nose. And at the top in the white, it says "fact." MLK did not die from the bullet that shot him. He was smothered by someone in the hospital and died there. Coretta Scott King sued the state and won. Also in 1999, the U.S. government was found guilty in the court of law for conspiring to kill him. Hang on. Why didn't they teach us this in school? All right. So, uh, we're going to go over this meme here. Uh, now, um... The suggestion made by the photo in the meme is that Martin Luther King was clearly alive and conscious uh, mm-hmm. when he arrived at the ho- and when he arrived at the hospital after the assassination attempt on him in 1968. So, I'm not going to do a full background on Martin Luther King because uh, most listeners are going to know exactly who he was, uh, but I'll just do a brief rundown. Um, he was an activist, uh, and in fact was the most famous uh, and foremost act- activist and leader uh, during the civil rights movement. Um, he invoked the teachings of Mahatma Gandhi, utilized uh, passive resistance, uh, taught um, nonviolence, and was absolutely key to the success of the uh, civil rights uh, movement. Um, he was also not wanting to be uh, the face of the civil rights movement. He was a very reluctant leader, uh, but... Um, because he knew that he was putting himself into danger and had expressed his stress over that uh, multiple times. Um, and uh, he also, though, expressed that his conscience would not allow him to refuse the role. Uh, as a great orator and a very smart and resilient person, uh, he had to accept the fact that the movement needed him in order to move forward. Um, that doesn't mean that somebody else wouldn't have stepped up as leader, but the fact that he was so incredibly effective made him pretty vital uh, to the civil rights movement. So let's dip into the meme for a little bit. So it starts in all caps with the word FACT. Uh, So this meme claims to be a statement of truth. uh, And there are a number of claims in this meme uh, that we can address. The first three are the sentences that read, MLK did not die from the bullet that shot him. He was suffocated by someone at the hospital and died there. 
if this is true, um, this has huge impl implications uh, regarding his death. Mm -hmm. um, it suggests that James Earl Ray, the accused assassin, did not, in fact, successfully kill uh, kill King, but uh, that his actual assassin was somebody at the hospital. Uh, you can already feel suspect about this claim because the statements are very vague when it refers to, quote, someone at the hospital. Mm -hmm. um, now, this was a Twitter post, so being vague doesn't mean it's, it's not true by default. Uh, it could be that the poster either doesn't know all the details uh, or it's worded in such a way to fit the uh, character limit for Twitter. Um, very quick tangent on the, on the character <laughs> limit. Uh, this is just something I found funny, uh, so I've, I've posted this uh, post from Stephen King in here. Um, it, it says, uh, so like it was, this was right after um, they raised the character limit to 280 characters. Mm, um, okay. It used to be fewer, and uh, but uh, Stephen King, all he posted was 280 characters? Fuck that. That's all it says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it made me chuckle. I thought that was good. Anyway, so moving on. The uh, someone at the hospital uh, vague phrase would seem to suggest that people are making this claim without knowing who the person accused was. But they do actually have a name associated with this claim. That person's name is Dr. Green Bland, uh, the chief neurosurgeon at St. Joseph Hospital, Memphis, uh, where uh, King was taken after he was shot. Uh, there is so much um, more detail here than what a meme can provide. Yeah. Um, there have been a lot of Twitter and Facebook posts about this, of course, um, because if it is true, it's certainly a revelation to say the least. Uh, it like, but where did this come from and why is it being spread now? So I have a clip here to show you. So like I said, I spoke to Dr. Pepper earlier today. Here's what he had to say about the way Dr. Martin Luther King was actually killed. Wow. He wasn't killed from the bullet that hit him on the balcony. He was taken to the St. Joseph's Hospital, and he was killed in the emergency room of St. Joseph's Hospital by the chief of neurosurgery, Dr. Breed Bland, who came in when they were all working on him in the emergency room, and he said, get out of here, let that die. And as they moved out of the room, the last one out was a surgical nurse Lula Mae Shelby, and when she heard them gathering up spit in their lungs to spit on Martin's body lying on the bed there, then she saw Dr. Bland take the catheters out of Martin's body and take the pillow from under his head and put it over his face and suffocate him. And that's how Martin King died. That's how he was really assassinated. Now, he might have died anyway from the bullet wounds, but he didn't. He was still alive and still breathing. The chief, of, chief neurosurgeon, he, he intervened and he made sure that death would result. Wow. Right? My jaw was on the floor. Now, Dr. Pepper knows this because the son of the nurse, Lula Mae Shelby, who died, but before she died, told her family, the son of this nurse told Dr. Pepper under oath. And when Dr. Pepper confronted a member of the Dixie Mafia, he said, yes, this happened. And actually that the chief of surgery was their family doctor. And that three weeks before the assassination, he visited them and said, hey, if the bullet doesn't kill him, make sure he goes to St. Joseph's because we will make sure that he dies. Now, let's talk about this case, okay? Mm. This was the civil suit in 1999. 
where Pepper represented the King family, um, and that really made the family feel like uh, they had closure, and like I said, it was the only trial ever held. The Memphis jury, in this case, decided that local, state, and federal governments were liable for King's death, and that this was a real conspiracy, a conspiracy between the U.S. military, the Memphis PD, mm. and Dixie Mafia, these crime figures this in was Memphis, a civil Tennessee. Case. This is just for the audience. Right. This is a civil case that was brought, much like the O.J. case, right, where, where they couldn't deliver- find him guilty here, but finally when a civil jury heard it, they came out with a It was the contract. only trial, yes, and this, there was 30 days of trial, and over 70 witnesses were heard. And Dr. Pepper told me earlier today that it took the jury less than an hour to decide after these 30 days That this of was trial. a true conspiracy Correct. where others may have been involved, Correct. other than the person who was accused. And that James Earl Ray was the fall man, and that he was unwittingly, unknowingly part of this conspiracy. And the real shooter, I gotta say this, even though we can't get to the whole story, um, was Frank Strouser. He was a Memphis police officer, the best shot in the Memphis PD, and he was the one who actually fired the fatal shot. Okay, so a few things we can break down here. This video is obviously a, a well-funded news production. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, had the, the moving cameras on the, you know, on the uh, reels and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very high, high quality uh, news uh, cast. So, right. um, it's very re- well produced. Uh, there are a few things though, that should always be considered when hearing information like this, uh, because it's a fairly extraordinary claim. Um, and it could be dangerous to take a claim like this, just at face value. Yeah. Um, so let's start with my first concern. And that was what news outlet is this? Um, you have some that have a rough track record. Um, some places that call themselves news outlets, uh, or even are considered news outlets that do have a fairly bad track record in terms of um, spreading information that does not turn out to be true. Right. Um, so, like, places like InfoWars and OAN, you know, like, um, these networks that produce segments um, <clears throat> that sometimes they don't even tell a lie in the segment, but what they're saying is what they're, they're suggesting, they're making a suggestion through the things that they're saying, uh, trying to uh, spread an idea uh, that uh, supports their side without it actually being uh, based thoroughly in fact. So I want okay. you to guess, uh, um, where did this come from? Uh, what kind of source do you think this came from? I don't know. That's actually what I was going to ask. I was like, where are they going to get, where are they getting this information? Yeah. Um, so this clip was taken from a broadcast mm-hmm. on RT, the Russian state-run media outlet. <laughs> Russian? <laughs> Yeah, uh, Russian <laughs> Russian state-funded media uh, okay. was where this uh, clip uh, was taken from. Okay. Uh, so uh, the posts that share this clip, um, the clip itself and the meme I showed you, all claim that uh, King was alive uh, at the hospital and this actual cause of death was him being suffocated. Uh, but let me play the last few seconds of this news clip, something that you may have missed. Mm. Something that... that we might have been distracted by the Dr. Pepper thing. And we'll talk about that, too. <laughs> We're going to talk about Dr. Pepper. That's, that's yeah. you know... I didn't know he had any say over medical stuff. I know you're... That was all sort of... I, I, know you're, I know you're drinking Pepsi today, but we'll talk about Dr. Pepper. Um, but uh, listen to the last part, the last... Just the last little part of this clip here. Correct. Other than the person who was accused. And that James Earl Ray was the fall man and that he was unwittingly, unknowingly part of this conspiracy. And the real shooter, I gotta say this even though we can't get to the whole story, um, was Frank Strouser. He was a Memphis police officer, the best shot in the Memphis PD, and he was the one who actually fired the fatal shot. Hmm. 
Notice something odd about that? I'm not sure what you're getting at. So, the suggestions from the post, the clip, the clip itself, the memes, mm -hmm. was that King was alive at the hospital and his actual cause of death was him being suffocated. Oh, but, okay. What does she mean, fatal shot? Yeah, no. So, <laughs> I thought he was suffocated. No, no, it was a, a fatal shot. So, according to these claims, not only was King suffocated to death, he was also shot to death by someone else other than the accused assassin, James Earl Ray, who was presumably being framed. Okay. Um, so, in the clip alone, it, it contradicts itself. Uh, so, yeah. like, that that there, like, in, um, some people may argue that uh, she misspoke. You could also argue that the shot might have still been lethal, but, like, the, the suffocating of him was just to make sure. Um, it's still an odd choice of words from a reporter who assumably is saying something that she sincerely believes. Yeah. Um, you would think that she would parse her words more carefully with an extraordinary claim like this if she sincerely believed it to be true. It, that's just, that's my, it's, spec, it's somewhat speculation on my end, but I, I think the reasoning is fairly sound. Um, so we should probably dig a little deeper. Um, just because this clip comes from a media source that has been shown, especially in re recent years, to have an incentive to sow unrest in the United States, um, just because uh, it also has been shown to have an anti-left bias, uh, just because it has also the source has also been shown countless times to be spreading misinformation, um, just because this source has been shown to intentionally spread misinformation for the left to grasp onto in order to make them look discredited later on doesn't necessarily mean they're lying about this. Right. But those are a lot of reasons to maybe not trust it. <laughs> yeah. um, or at least, uh, at least dig into the information a little further. In this uh, clip here, um, the recorded voice we heard uh, is a clip named William Francis Pepper, the man who the woman keeps referring to as Dr. Pepper. Um, he claims to have been friends with King during the last year of his life and often refers to himself as the King's, the King family's lawyer. Mm -hmm. uh, this is sort of brings us to the next claim in the meme. It says that, quote, Coretta Scott King sued the state and won. Also, in 1999, the U.S. government was found guilty in the court of law for conspiring to kill him. The first thing that I'm going to say is that there's no doubt in my mind that there were members of the U.S. government who wanted King dead. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, yeah. That is certainly true. Um, he was an incredible leader and was pushing for major political and legal changes. Uh, to say that he didn't have enemies in the government would be an ignorant claim. Uh, so I'm not denying that fact. And in, in, in fact, you don't have to go very far to see parts of his movement being literally attacked by police, you know, and like sprayed with hoses and, and uh, beat up in uh, cafes and the police aren't doing anything about it. Like, you yeah. don't have to go very far to find that evidence. Um, but uh, uh, when it comes to a literal claim of conspiracy, I want to see evidence. Um, so that's why I kept digging into this. So as I mentioned before, uh, William Francis Pepper claimed to be friends with uh, King during the last year of his life and uh, that he represents uh, the King family as their lawyer. Uh, accordingly, uh, as a friend and legal counsel, he would be hugely incentivized to look out for the best interest of King of the King family, uh, and this would include knowing the truth behind the assa who assassinated him so that real justice can take place. Now, it is... There might be a little problem. 
just a little slight problem. Maybe like a kind of a tiny little minuscule, probably doesn't even matter that much. I don't even know why I'm mentioning it. Just a little possible conflict of interest type situation. Just, it, it's almost nothing. Um, but uh, um, like the, so William Francis Pepper was actually known to be with King during the last year of his life. That is true. Okay. Uh, he is a lawyer. Uh, and in fact, he is a human rights lawyer. Hmm. So good news all around, right? Sure. Yeah, right. Case good. closed. We're done. Yeah. Yep. Let's move on. Let's, it's a, I, that's literally <laughs> the next thing in my, I literally <laughs> says nothing to see here. Let's move on. Oh yeah. I forgot to mention that tiny little, very tiny, uh, minuscule. And the reason why I forgot is because it, it really doesn't matter, uh, all that much. Um, some people might think this is a big deal, but it totally isn't. Uh, can you guess who Dr. Pepper famously represented as an attorney? No. No, who? James Earl Ray. <laughs> the accused <laughs> assassin of Dr. Martin Luther King. Just a minor conflict of interest there. <laughs> now, I mean, I, I say it's a tiny, maybe littlest possibility of conflict of interest because... Um, I mean, why would the attorney of the accused assassin want to push a narrative that his client wasn't the assassin? That would be silly. Why would he want to do that? But all that being said, maybe Dr. Pecker is uh, representing the King family and the accused assassin in a fight against a bigger evil, the U.S. government. Um, now, I've already made it clear in a, a past episode that I'm often not a fan of the government. Um, I would not be surprised at all if it turned out that some government leaders had actually had discussions of getting rid of King somehow. Yeah. Um, I would not doubt that at all. As Tucker Carlson may put it, he was, uh, like about any, as Tucker Carlson might say about any black, uh, outspoken person, he was uppity. <laughs> so, uh, isn't that, okay, isn't that interesting how, like, now that nobody wants to hear the N-word, uh, like, coming from white people... They come up with other words to just yeah. kind of replace, you know, like like thug or uppity, like stuff like that. You know, it's like yeah. there's always they, it's it's a dog whistle for people, you know, so they can say, oh, I didn't say anything. I just said uppity. A white person could be uppity. It's like, you know, we know yeah. what you mean. Like, yeah. we know exactly what you mean. But the point there is that um, there probably were people in the government who saw Dr. Martin Luther King as a dangerous person. Um, and he was to the status quo. Uh, he threatened the ridiculously exacerbated unbalance of power white people had in many, and in many ways still do over the black population. Uh, and at that time, that power was explicitly legally sanctioned. Um, and it wasn't that long ago. We've all met people who were alive while black people were treated by the rule of law differently expressly because they were black. And, and like it, there were literal laws saying that black people can't use certain water fountains. Black people can't do this. They can't do that. Yeah. But white people can. It's like if a white person went over, like, and, you know, they might parse their language and say, well, we're keeping both of them separate. No, if a white person went into a black neighborhood and started using their shit, nobody would say a word. But if a black person shows up in the white neighborhood filled with police, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and still today, there are laws on the books 
They're used for the same purpose, but it's, it's hidden in like legal language and vague rhetoric to pretend that racism isn't a factor. Um, so it's without a doubt that people are still treated unfairly today. Um, now, an important question, uh, did the bullet kill Martin Luther King? Um, we have statements from a historian and uh, Dr. King's close friends. Um, so first we'll, we'll go with the historian. So we got Jason Sokol uh, of the University of New Hampshire. Uh, he's a researcher and author of a book called The Heavens Might Crack, uh, The Death and Legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. He said in response to an inquiry from USA Today, King was murdered by a gunman. There is no evidence whatsoever to support the other stories you mentioned. So it, this is an interesting quote for a couple of reasons. And uh, one is like, he very flatly says, King died from being shot. Yeah. Um, he, it comes from a guy who uh, very thoroughly researched the situation. Um, and uh, the way he refers to uh, these uh, conspiracy theories, he refers to them as the other stories you mention. You would think that as a person who... Uh, very thoroughly researched the situation, he would be aware of these conspiracy theories. But they actually didn't show up until somewhat recently. Oh, okay. So, uh, like, the, the, so if you were to research that actual time period, nobody was saying these things. Um, yeah. It later on became uh, a conspiracy. Um, then we have uh, Reverend uh, Ralph Abernathy, which is one of, was one of MLK's uh, closest friends, and he was a member. He was also a member of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. Um, he was accompanying King uh, when he was shot, and while he was in the emergency room at St. Joseph's as well. Abernathy wrote in an autobiography titled "And the Walls Came Tumbling Down," in which he describes the moment he realized that King was dead in the hospital bed. He writes. The breaths came further and further apart. Then a pause came that lengthened until I knew it would never end. So he literally saw King's last breath. Yeah. Um, and, and witnessed him die in the hospital bed. Um, and, and King was not conscious during this time. We also have information from the doctor who did exam, uh, examine King while he was uh, still technically alive uh, at the hospital. Um, not conscious, but he was, he was uh, you know... The, there were breaths, so yeah. technically he's alive. Still you know, alive, if you yeah. even just have a heartbeat, you know, you're still technically alive. <laughs> um, uh, so this comes from uh, Dr. Frederick Yoa. Um, he said that Dr. King's trachea and jugular vein were damaged on the impact of the bullet. Then the bullet traveled downward, completely severing his spinal cord. Um, yeah, his and this this was corroborated by an autopsy uh, by a medical examiner named uh, Jerry Francisco who reported that the cause of death was a, quote, gunshot wound to the chin and neck with total transaction of the lower cervical and upper thoracic spinal cord. So exactly, well, like almost exactly word for word what the doctor says, um, yeah. the, the the cause of death was, was very clear. Um, now, the information from the uh, coroner, the medical examiner uh, who did the opt autopsy, that information I, I got from uh, uh, the House committee that reported on it. Um, so if you do believe that the entire government uh, conspiracized against it uh, in the assassination, uh, like uh, like the like Ray's lawyer uh, claims, uh, I would understand it like if they just don't want to believe that part of the evidence. Because like if you are already on the conspiracy boat, you don't really want to hear from the government anyway, right. but it, it would be difficult to have this many people involved and not have it 
have come out earlier, you know, yeah, or yeah. at least have some evidence, like some real evidence. Um, so uh, I like so far you've got in order for this to be a conspiracy, you have a huge branching of number of not only different people, but different departments and, you know, from different professions uh, who all have to be keeping this under wraps. Yeah, no, that would have gotten out somewhere. Someone would have wanted to put that out there. So we still have the claim that the government was found guilty in the court of law in carrying out King's assassination. This is not entirely true. Um, so in 1999, William Francis Pepper did in fact represent King's family in a wrongful death lawsuit. I know, <laughs> I I know. It, it's the guy who represented the accused assassin. Like, of course he's he's wanting to push a narrative that his client was innocent. Yeah. Um. I mean that that's his job as yeah, a lawyer. Yeah. That's what he's supposed to know? do. He's supposed to fight for the for his client. Yeah. And Whatever. um, like even though at this point, um. Uh, Ray's already in jail uh, and uh, has a life sentence. Like so this is 1999, so he's been in. He that was a long time ago that he was put in prison. You yeah. know, which he ended up escaping from prison. So, oh wow, yeah, um, good for him. It was very shortly. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> not for the guy who killed Martin. L well, not for the guy who was accused of yeah. killing Martin <laughs> the fall Luther King. Um, <laughs> yeah, the fall guy in this conspiracy. Uh, so he, he at least didn't like, so, uh, William Francis Pepper at least didn't lie about representing the King family at some point. Um, this was however, a civil case. And the reason why this matters is because there is a much lower burden of proof in a civil case as compared to like a criminal court case. After this civil uh, case, uh, was, it was found that, uh, the Memphis cafe owner, uh, the building, uh, where the assassination took place. And, quote, other, others, including government agencies, end of quote, were part of a conspiracy to assassinate Martin Luther King Jr. So the findings did happen in court, but part of a civil case and not a, a criminal uh, trial. And that does matter. That matters quite a bit because uh, in a criminal trial, you you have to, like, have real proof um, that something occurred uh, in order to... Well, it's presumably like you have to provide a good amount of evidence that something occurred uh, in order for it to um, lead to a conviction. Um, Ray was convicted in the court of law. So if that's your your burden, if that's your standard of proof, the conviction of Ray in the court is much more uh, convincing than a, a, a civil case uh, where somebody was sued. Um, so this is a lawsuit. This isn't actually sending anybody to jail or punishing anybody for it. Um, and, uh, the, um, uh, lawsuit, like anytime that you have these civil cases, there's always money involved. Um, and, and you might be thinking that maybe that was like, cause like Pepper's got a conflict of interest already. Um, but, uh, you may think that like maybe the money involved was part of the, uh, reason why this was done. Um, and that is actually not entirely true either, but, um, I want to talk about uh, William Francis Pepper a little bit more. So you may find it compelling that they're the uh, they won their civil case, but William Francis Pepper is no stranger to conspiracy. He very famously claimed that there was a second government gunman who killed Robert F. Kennedy. Whoa! Um, and that so that Bobby himself, so Bobby himself, like yeah. <laughs> was was murdered by a. Had a second gunman involved. Um, 
this is this is interesting because you hear about the uh, the case of John F. Kennedy all the time, and that yeah. there was a second gunman and the grassy knoll and and all that stuff. And um, just about if you ever listen to the news uh, regarding any shooter, uh, any shooting situation, the phrase "multiple gunmen" gets thrown out irresponsibly all the time. You know, yeah. so uh, but uh, it, I had not heard before that Robert F. Kennedy had a second gunman involved yeah, in, in the shooting of him. I don't remember ever hearing that either. Um, yeah, funny. So like, this is a funny little, uh, uh, side comment here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my dad always took me to see the movies. We used to go multiple times a week. Like we went to the movies all the time and, uh, we went to see, uh, the movie Bobby about the assassination of Robert Kennedy. Right. And there's a scene where, Sirhan Sirhan comes in uh, through the door, and it plays this like D minor music. You know, oh, sure. like you don't even have to know what what Sirhan Sirhan looked like in order to uh, know that that's who it's supposed to be. You know, okay. um, because like it's a very obvious scene. And as that scene happened, um, the guy behind me, he's got like, the guy behind me. He's leaned way back. He looks like super douchey. He's leaned <laughs> way back, and he's got his arm around his girlfriend. He leans over to her, and he goes, Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> yep nailed it yeah <laughs> he knows his history you got it <laughs> you got it dude god that was good it was such a funny moment oh and i hope she oh, left him god. after that movie <laughs> yeah well i don't know i mean i don't know how smart she was but mm-hmm. i mean even even at that age i i knew better you know like, yeah I, I was like <laughs> you out of your mind. Turn out and look at him and be like, what did you just say? <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding, right? <laughs> um, so anyway, I just thought that was a, I thought that was a funny thing. And I wanted to mention it uh, since we're talking about Robert Kennedy anyway. As reported in the Washington Post, and in fact by uh, Dr. Pecker himself, uh, he... He's giving delicious soda a bad name, by the way. It really is. Yeah. Like, like Dr. Yeah. Pepper's delicious. I like. I wish that they'd make the diet caffeine-free version more available because mm-hmm. I don't drink uh, the drinks with sugar and I don't drink sh- drinks with caffeine. And diet Dr. Pepper's is actually delicious, <laughs> and the the caffeine-free one is so far to, so hard to find. Um, anyway, not to go on about uh, <laughs> not to go on about about soda. If you're um, famous, you're going to get a ton of cases of. Caffeine-free diet. Dr. Oh, that'd be, you know that'd be kind of amazing, actually, because I love it. But I, I'm also, which this is stupid, but this is stupid. But I also have given up uh, dark drinks. Okay. So I only drink clear drinks now. Why? Because um, of teeth. You know, like just staining oh, the stains? teeth up. Oh, okay. You know, I All like right. I just so now I don't drink dark drinks anymore. That's why I wish that they had a diet caffeine-free crystal. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> That's what I want. Now you're getting specific. Yeah. You know, I don't, don't tell me it's too esoteric. Make those things for me. God damn it. <laughs> Just take a day, run that for all day and sell it. You know, you'll have at least one customer here guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. As long no, as it I'll, gets to. I drink the hell out of that. Advertise uh, it as an online only sale. <laughs> you know, I think part of the reason like the, why the crystal Pepsi comeback didn't work is because they didn't offer a diet version of it. Could um, be, yeah. Because if you think about it, like the best part about Crystal Pepsi, like it just tastes like regular Pepsi. The yeah. best part about it is that they don't use the dye in there. And right. people who are going to avoid that are probably avoiding the sugar as well. Yeah. You know, so like it's it's a it's a gimmick that wasn't going the trend wasn't gonna last. Um but no. if they have a diet version, I bet that would last. I would drink it. Well, probably. I would it'd have to be caffeine free as well. <laughs> 
He's not uh, going to drink it. Don't waste your time, Pepsi. Yeah, no, no. Don't. If it has he's, caffeine in it, I he's won't. He's going to nitpick it. about something. <laughs> oh, God. But um, the label's blue. Oh, I can't drink it. <laughs> the label's blue. No. No, it's blue. There's probably, no, none of these have a blue label. Okay. Oh, that one's purple. Um, I'm drink, I drank that. Uh, so um, uh, Dr. Pepper believes that the man who assassinated uh, Bobby Kennedy was programmed... Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald, that's right, yeah. Uh, Sir Lee Harvey Oswald Hahn. Um, <laughs> but uh, Sir Hans Hahn, um, he believes that the man who uh, assassinated uh, Bobby Kennedy was programmed by hypnosis <laughs> to fire a gun. Cool. So um, <laughs> he thought he thinks that Sirhan Sirhan uh, was programmed by her hypnosis to fire a gun, not to kill Robert Kennedy, but as a distraction from the real gunman. Uh, now, this this gunman escaped, and we don't know who he is, so don't worry about that. Oh, no, um, I wasn't worried about that. But, like, <laughs> like, like it, it sounds kind of... St- familiar doesn't it like doesn't it kind of sound like yeah, a little bit how they're using uh um ray as a scapegoat and that really he's not an actual assassin and that he was assassinated by somebody else mm-hmm. um and uh so to be care to be fair conspiracies theories uh conspiracy theorists out there rather um uh, I don't automatically disbelieve something just because it's a conspiracy. In, in fact, like this is okay. So I, to um, to continue giving the conspiracy uh, more fuel here, there was a Harvard Medical School professor uh, who was credited as an expert in hypnosis uh, who claimed that Sir Han Sir Han didn't act on his own will. Um, but we can be here all day while I talk about whether or not hypnosis is real. Um, <laughs> it's it's not. It's not. There's no evidence for it. Um, and in fact. Uh, Harvard has ended all their programs uh, studying hypnosis because it's like the same thing as studying like, uh, you know, ghosts or something else, you know, mm-hmm. until there's actual uh, a shred of evidence for it. Uh, there's no reason to believe this crap. Right. Um, but the conspiracies don't end there. Nope. Uh, Pecker is also a proponent of 9-11 conspiracy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <sighs> so that doesn't prove that he's lying about anything um and the like you can't you can't prove a negative anyway um but he has demonstrated a fanship of conspiracy theories uh so he can't wait to to harp on on conspiracies uh and so this case has a lot of branching information and there's no way we can cover it all uh and i will completely admit that there are unanswered questions uh in fact the author uh um, on the subject named Hampton Sized, uh, who was able to do a lot more research than I had the time for, um, and uh, probably has much better resources um, and is an expert in studying this kind of thing. Uh, he wrote a book called uh, Hellbound on His Trail, which is about James Earl Ray, uh, his assassination of MLK, and, and the sub- his subsequent uh, escape from jail. Um, it's... A fascinating subject, Um, but uh, let's read a a direct quote from this author. Uh, He said, The assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. is a tale of many legitimate mysteries and unanswered questions. The cause of his death is not one of them. That seems pretty pretty definitive there. Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. Um, But there's more to this meme than that. Mm Mm-hmm. 
if he was unconscious and dying, why does he look so alert in the photo? Yeah, his eyes were very open. He was looking yeah. right at the camera. Oh, yeah. yeah he, he, he knew what was he going was, on. He was posing for that picture. Yeah. Um, so, this photo is, in fact, it is, in fact, a picture of Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. And it was, in fact, taken after he had been attempted to be assassinated. And he is, in fact, very conscious and alert in the photo. So what gives? What's going on here? If the assassination in Memphis caused him to be unconscious and dying, um, he shouldn't look alert in the photo. Right. The problem is that this wasn't the first assassination attempt on Martin Luther King. Yeah. And this was not taken on the date that he died. Um, in fact, this photo was taken on September 20th, 1958. Uh, on September 20th, 1958, a 42-year-old woman named Isola Wade Curry stabbed Martin Luther King during a book signing of his because she thought he was a secret member of the Communist Party who was trying to brainwash her. Uh, and that he was secretly communicating with her and essentially trying to reprogram her. Um, after she stabbed him, King was taken to the Harlem uh, Hospital and ended up having to go two hours of surgery. He was very close to death. In yeah. fact, the way the doctors refer to it, they said he could have died from a sneeze. Wow. So that's how severely injured he was. Um, that photo was taken uh, of him uh, at the hospital uh, after... His life had been saved, not after uh, he had been shot by, by Ray. Mm. Um, so uh, if you want to read into the um, early assassination attempt, um, you can go to uh, King in, uh, kinginstitute.sanford.edu uh, um, and, and read the page about uh, 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 Isola, um, Isola Curry. So... Um, now, to demonstrate what an incredible, uh, invaluable, and strong, and amazing human being uh, Dr. King was, um, I want to read a quote from him after he very nearly died. Um, and this is about the person who tried to kill him. Uh, he said, I am deeply sorry that a deranged woman should have injured herself in seeking to injure me. I can say in all sincerity that I bear no bitterness toward her and that I feel no resentment from the sad moment that the experience occurred. I know that we want her to receive the necessary treatment so that she may become a constructive citizen and in an integrated, integrated, in an integrated society uh, where a disorganized personality need not become a menace to any man. Wow. Holy shit! Holy this, this lady just stabbed him, and he's like, oh, "I hope she gets the help." He was one sneeze from death. He, he almost died. <laughs> like, and when, well, he, when, okay. when he recovered, he felt bad for her because she injured herself trying to kill him. Yeah, like I, it's an insane. That's an insane dedication to love. Like, yeah. and and uh, the fact that a person uh, existed like this is exactly the reason why we can't allow grifters like Pepper to take advantage of his legacy, um, and to get ahead of people who will argue uh, about the the money involved. Like, oh well, he didn't sue them for money. Uh, do you know? I want you to guess how much money uh, that they sued for. Um, 
during the civil suit. I don't know. $1. Oh, okay. $1. So <laughs> they sued for a dollar. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and the point people want to make is that he wasn't looking for money when he did this. He, you know, he wanted the, the truth to come out. Yeah. But Pepper's not a dumb guy at all. He knows the value of winning, quote, uh, a case like this, um, especially with such a high profile. The revenue is going to come from his ability to ride on this conspiracy, this somehow confirmation on this wild claim that he has made. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an extraordinary claim, and he needed this civil case in order to try to convince more people that it's true. Uh, and if you think about it, the $1, suing for $1, uh, part of the reason, like the, the ostensible reason, the one that he would give uh, would be like, well, I wasn't looking for money. The family uh, wasn't looking for money. We just want uh, the truth to come out. Yeah. So that's why we only sued for a dollar. Imagine that you are on that jury mm-hmm. and the, the trial lasted for 30 days. Imagine that you're on that jury uh, and they're making this extraordinary claim, but nobody's going to jail. Uh, nobody's getting uh, charged with any criminal uh, suits or anything, and they're not going to lose any significant amount of money. Um, they're only suing for a dollar. Right. Just say, yeah, sure, and go home. Yeah. You know, like if, if it had been a huge lawsuit, you know, if they sued for, you know, a, like a hundred million dollars or a few hundred million dollars, something like that. Then, then there would be more deliberation on it. And in the clip I showed you, she even said it took them less than an hour to make their decision. And the reason is because there were no stakes. There were no stakes in this case. Yeah. So that's probably the real reason why he only sued for a dollar or why the, you know, why he wanted to represent the family, but have them only sue for a dollar. That. That is probably the real reason why he did that, is to lower the uh, the rate-limiting factor of getting people to believe this insane conspiracy. Mm. So now he can say, well, they were found, you know, it was this all was found to be true in court and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, if he words it right, he's not lying. Um, but it was there was a low burden of proof, um, and basically he just had to convince the jury and there was there were no stakes. Yeah. So like citing this court case as evidence of it being true is 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 nonsensical. It doesn't actually support um this thing. Uh if like if anything um that he claims to be true, it would be extremely important to know. Um if if the wrong person went to prison for uh, supposedly killing one of the greatest hero American heroes that we've had in recent history, um like, if that were true, it would be important to know. But what is is also terrible is the fact that these lies are continuing to be spread, mm-hmm. and and he's he's grifting on Martin Luther King's legacy just because he knew the guy. So, no. I can't. I can't prove the conspiracy theories aren't true. That's impossible. Um, that is a unfortunate source of the resilience of conspiracy theories is that you can't prove a negative. Yeah. Um, but the evidence that I can find has not convinced me that any of these claims in this meme are 
true uh or any of the conspiracy parts of the meme are true like i i just can't buy it i it i'm not convinced by this so bobby do you have any closing thoughts what do you think do you think that uh martin luther king was actually suffocated by a doctor no it doesn't sound like it did anybody actually talk to that doctor like i don't remember you hearing i don't remember hearing you mention his name what was it dr rain or something like that um yeah so there were in the video there were there were two doctors that were mentioned um uh so there were two doctors that were mentioned um so the the uh the conspiracy starts getting uh spread around that uh you know somebody at the hospital suffocated him and then uh you've got um you've got dr pecker um claiming that uh this doctor suffocated him they blamed Dr. Green Bland, um, chief neurosurgeon at St. Joseph Hospital. I don't think, like, I, I didn't find a whole lot of, like, you know, direct quotes from him. Like, obviously, um, if he had been interrogated or whatever, uh, he would deny that that occurred. Right. Um, and uh, the person who did work on uh, Dr. King in the hospital did... Uh, call his his uh, cause of death and and everything um and in fact uh king's friend was there to witness uh dr king's last breaths right um so like the idea that um this doctor who was accused um had anything to do with it uh is already not corroborated not corroborated by the uh evidence so uh one unfortunate thing here um and I didn't mention this, uh, but I did find um, in a list of uh, comments on this subject uh, from some of the posts, like on Facebook and uh, on Twitter, uh, some of the comments on the subject, like most of the comments tend to be in on YouTube as well. Uh, most of the comments tend to be supportive of this conspiracy theory. They, they tend to believe uh, what's being said. Mm, okay. Um, and uh, I did see a comment on the YouTube video, the one that I showed you, mm-hmm. uh, that said that um, that they had found out that they only lived like three hours or something from Doctor Bland's grave, and they went to spit on it. Mm, yeah. um, so, like, uh, because they believed the conspiracy that Doctor Bland actually suffocated him, and that and that a group of nurses and doctors all started spitting on Doctor King's uh, body, like um, they believed all the. Uh, story. Um, so, uh, Dr. Bland, it says he, he died in 2001, according to find a grave. It's very unfortunate that that's one of the first things that comes up when you search him because, um, the people are looking for it to desecrate it in the name of something that's probably not true. Yeah. Um, okay. in the first place, I, I don't know if Dr. Bland was a good person or not. No fucking idea. He could have been terrible. He could have been a monster. And then that's why he was easy to blame for the situation. Right. Um, but uh, the the fact of the matter is that most of this are lies about him. Um, yeah. You know, about uh, him actually suffocating uh, Dr. King. Um, but I don't know. He died in 2001. This lawsuit happened in 1999. So there's a good chance that he was, you know, very old and not maybe not even capable of communicating or, or testifying uh, during that. Okay. But, oh yeah, this is the thing I was going to say. Um, but if you look, it just says um, for the actual lawsuit, 
says that the uh, Memphis uh, cafe owner and, quote, others, including government agencies, were part of a conspiracy to assassinate uh, MLK. Hmm. Um, it doesn't, it didn't find a civil suit uh, viable against uh, Dr. Bland uh, or against the uh, Memphis hospital either. Um, the, the case uh, only uh, mentions uh, the cafe owner and, quote, others, including government agencies. Mm, okay. So, like, I just... It's it's not true, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you can dig into the evidence all day, and there's, like, there's nothing uh, supporting this case except for the testimony of the person who represented the accused assassin in the first place. Like, it's... it's it's uh, it, you you cannot take this at face value. No. Um, until somehow somebody comes up with some really extraordinary evidence, I'm not convinced. Yeah. I know that was a bummer. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole thing's a bummer. I mean, somebody killed Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's horrible to one think of, about. One of the best people around. Yeah. And you know we got. We got all these awful people out there, and they're just running around, living their best life. You know, nobody's shooting those idiots. But, uh, you know, they take somebody like Martin Luther King Jr., who's trying to make the world a better place, and somebody fucking killed him. Yeah, yeah. It's it's miserable to think about. It really yeah. is. Um, but uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to this. <laughs> um, whether or not it, it maybe probably didn't get put you in a good mood, except for um, maybe a few jokes here and there. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, thank you guys all so much for uh, listening. If there are any other memes or meme trends that you want me to cover, uh, please uh, uh, let me know. You can submit memes on x.com at meminglesspod. And memingless is, well, if you're listening to this, you had to find it. So you already know how to spell memingless. Uh, but memingless is M E M I N G L E S S pod with no underscore or anything. Because sometimes memes are meaningless. Thank you guys so much for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.